Hello, dear listener, it's Daniel. Now, before we get to this episode, just want to remind you, me and Core just launched a Patreon. For $7 a month, you can get exclusive content. Now, how do you sign up for said exclusive content? Well, we made it easy. There's a link down in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash litdpod. We'll see you soon. Now, let's get to today's episode. This could be a target from the enemy to have imparted fear at an early age. If this is something that you had a recurring dream of, sometimes the enemy, of course, will just use dreams to impart fear, especially young people like kids and adolescents that age. The enemy will try and target through dreams with fear. And I'm sure you guys have heard of children who've dealt with nightmares and things like that. It's just one of those things the enemy does, one of his strategies to impart fear. Definitely do keep a journal of my dreams. Um, I use my notes app in my iPhone because it automatically records the date and time when you type in there. And then you can word search. So if I know I've been dreaming about a specific friend over the last few years, or I know that there's been rainbows showing up in my dreams, and I want to go back and take a look if there's anything that ties those together, I can just type that in and everything I've typed in my notes will come up. I love that kind of stuff. Usually if I have a dream, like I see real specific scenario or details that I really have no understanding of, I'll say, Lord, give me a direction on this. Or if there's something that you're saying that I really need my understanding open to, can you do that? And then I'll just shelf that and wait. And a lot of times it's like, I couldn't have understood that until a year later. You know, don't be too hard on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's a journey. Welcome, truth seekers, light bearers, and the lost to the Light in the Darkness podcast. We hope this show could shed some light on whatever leg of the journey you're on. We are your host wives. I'm Megan. And I'm Abby. Welcome back, everybody. Indeed. Welcome back, dear listeners. (laughs) This is a very special episode, isn't it, Danny Boy? Yes, it is. We are going to uh, dive into some interesting dreams and questions that our wives have. And, well, Bridget's going to break them down. Is that Bridget from episode 29, Dream On? No, I think you're thinking of a different Bridget. Wait, I I, I don't think From Morningstar? Maybe. Possibly. The one that came on and talked all about dreams and oh, interpreted a couple of dreams for you. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. She was just wonderful. She really was. I'm glad she's coming back. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Our wonderful, lovely wives that were so excited to share with the world. They're both dreamers. And mm-hmm. they sat down and they broke down some dreams with Bridget. And she had some incredibly insightful, wonderful things to share with them. Yeah, and honestly, for those of you out there seeking to have a dream life or wondering, why do I have all these crazy dreams? It just might be the Lord talking to you. And you're really going to get to see in this episode, Bridget, break it down step by step and dive into exactly, well, what the Lord is saying. So, even if you're not a dreamer, or if you want to become a dreamer, listening to the way that dreams are interpreted and like what different aspects of dreams have meaning, it's going to be helpful for you. And it's going to be darn entertaining when number two gets under some fingernails. This is going to be such a good episode. Oh boy! So excited to share the golden, beautiful ladies that we both got to marry with the world. Very proud of them. And I think... I'm going to stop my yapping. Let's get to it. <laughs> perfect. 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 <laughs> awesome. So just to get started on today's episode, this one's going to be a little bit of a different take. Instead of our full form interview, we are going to pass it on to the girls who are going to share some dreams with Bridget and see if the Holy Spirit will help us to get some live interpretation. So 
Which one of you girls would like to start? Take it away. I don't know which one to start with, but I have them written down. Some of them I have like partial interpretations and then some I'm like, I have no idea, but I feel like there's significance. And then, yeah, anyways. (laughs) Okay, let's dig into it. We'll dig in. I don't know which one to start with. Um, Okay, this one has a lot in it. And okay, I'm just going to go into it. Okay. I had a dream that our family had all went to visit friends in California, and we were staying with those friends. Um, I So we're all in like one house. So I woke up in the morning, and everybody was already awake and getting ready. I went to the bathroom to get ready, and there were clothes piled everywhere, and it was so messy on the ground. I came out, and some of the people were gone, and I guess they had gone to church. And I asked why nobody told me we were going to church, but now it made sense why everybody was already awake and getting ready. I decided to go on a walk and when I was walking I was talking to my mom on some of the walk on the phone Um, and then I decided to turn on the GPS to get back to the house because I was like I'm not sure where I'm at now Um, so I wanted to make sure I was going the right way and the GPS said it was seven minutes each way so I felt like that was significant because it was so specific. And then on the way back to the friend's house, I saw a lady walking. So- <laughs> this is just the negative part of myself. But <laughs> I saw a lady walking so slow. So I like hurried around her. <laughs> and then I was carrying a phone charger and it fell. But I caught it. But like as it fell, it dipped into sewage. Um, and the tip got wet. And it was so gross. And so I didn't know what to do with it because it was the only charger I brought. So I decided to leave it outside the house when I got there. Then me and Corey just... Sorry, there's a lot in this dream. It's okay. <laughs> the more and, better. I know. I'm like, I wrote down a lot about it, but there's a lot of details. Um, so then me and Corey decided to go to one church. My uh, mom and dad went to another church. Um... I don't know if it matters the specifics. Like, me and Corey went to the church called The Rock, which is where I went when I grew up there. And then my mom and dad went to IHOP, but I know that's in Kansas City, but it was in California in my dream. Anyways, um, then other people went somewhere else. I'm not sure where. Um, so we're, me and Corey are at The Rock, and there's a person that had given Corey a prophetic word, not in real life, just in the dream over the phone. They had given Corey a prophetic word over the phone. And so Corey wanted to meet this guy. So I went to the bathroom and Corey's meeting this guy. (laughs) I'm going to laugh a lot in this. Okay. So I went to the bathroom and when I got there, it's just a large open room. There's no stall walls. There's no stalls. It's just a large open room. Um, And there's like mini stadium seating in the bathroom. And so I'm going to the bathroom. There's like people in the stadium seating, just one large open room. And so I'm going to the bathroom and Corey and the guy are standing outside of the bathroom. Corey opens the door to the bathroom and is like, he wants to tell you this. The guy, and then the guy that he's with is like, I have a word for Darian, Oompa Loompa. (laughs) And I was like, can this please wait till I'm done in the bathroom? It was going number two. (laughs) A minute or two goes by and Corey opens the door again and the guy starts talking. They're like, you got to hear this. I start getting frustrated and I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. Can this please still wait till I'm done? But for some reason, there's urgency on this guy's part. They shut the door again and I'm hurrying to finish wipe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I get like, Number two on my hands. Um, And I'm going to wash my hands, but not all of it is coming off. It's in my nails. It's gross. But I'm trying to hurry and get out to this guy. So some of it is left. And that's the end of the dream. Okay. (laughs) There is a lot. I know. It's so long. It gives me more to, you know, dig into with you. So it's good. Um, I think a lot of times when you have... Uh, in, in my experience anyway, when you have l- long dreams like that, where you're seeing different scenes, different yeah. locations, sometimes you're seeing different seasons. Yeah. So, you know, this may be, uh, but I have a few questions and okay. if you're okay with it, yeah. we'll take a piece at a time um, and walk through it and sure. talk about it. And then I'll have questions about each thing. Okay. Because when you have dreams, you guys probably know this, it's personal mm-hmm. between you and the Lord. He knows the language of your heart. Yeah. And he'll speak that language to you, um, just like he did uh, the cupbearer and um, 
the what was the it was the cupbearer and the baker mm-hmm. in the scriptures where he spoke to he spoke uh, through the their language you mm-hmm. know the bread in the basket and you know the cup um so anyway he'll speak to you in a language that you understand so for me to kind of interject myself into your process with the Lord, I'll have to ask questions. So, first of all, the first scene where you describe you guys going on this trip to California. Yes. Are these friends that you guys actually have in real life? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, this is a family you know? Yes. Okay. And um, so, in this part of the dream, they all go... They're getting ready. Mm-hmm. You woke up first. Is that right? I woke up last. Oh, you woke up last. Yeah. Okay. So... You woke up last. Every woman was getting ready. Yeah. And then they went to church and you went on a walk. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So, sometimes that kind of language in a dream is, you know, a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, getting ready can speak of, you know, our souls have, you know, our soul journey that we have with the Lord where we're um we're moving toward Him. We're mm-hmm. moving toward a, a closer place in Him. And so, He deals with our hearts. So, when you go on this journey, I feel like you're seeing your yourself a season in your life, mm-hmm. and at one so you you open your GPS at one point on this road, mm-hmm. which to me, I just immediately when you said that it was like this is the Holy Spirit, you know, you're looking for direction. He's the one who gives us direction. Mm-hmm. He's the one who we follow, seek yeah. to follow, right? And seven is an important number. Mm-hmm. Of course, speaks of completion, just like in Genesis. You know, uh, the our fullness is another way of saying that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, sometimes if you're seeing yourself on a journey, he's showing you it's seven minutes to the destination both ways. You know, there's something that he wants to bring into fullness in your life in order to be, to complete that journey you're on. Yeah. That's the sense that I got when you were sharing that part. Yeah. Um, does that resonate with you at all? Yeah. Does, Does something come to mind, uh, when we talk about, that you guys visiting this family in some journey that you're on is does that bring any specific thing to mind? Maybe he will show you what that is, you know? Yeah. So with this family, one of the people in the family is not saved, and I've had a crazy amount of dreams about this person, like very consistently dreaming about this person. Um, And so, I've been feeling the Lord kind of prompt me or like prepare me for maybe um, some part I'm going to play in, I don't know, maybe their salvation story. I don't know the specifics, but that's how I feel like some of my dreams have been leaning towards. And I feel like some of my dreams have kind of given insight into that. And so, a lot of dreams in California, they live in California. So, a lot of my dreams that are based in California have that specific person in it and kind of are all based around that. So, I guess that's good context. Yeah. It does seem like somehow your journey is tied to theirs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he's showing you. So, that's what came to mind when you said the journey and bringing it to completion because I think I'm not sure how it's going to play out or what I should do in that, but... I I 100% believe that that person is going to be saved, and um, I can't wait to see that play out, but it hasn't yet. So, that's what came to mind when I think about the journey coming to completion. (laughs) And then I think, was it while you were on that journey, on that road, that you hurried around the lady who was going too slow? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Sometimes (laughs) the Lord, and often, in my experience, I don't know if this is true with you guys, but for me, He'll show me issues in my heart He's highlighting. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what He's doing there. Yes. (laughs) That maybe just, you know, because someone walking slowly just means that they're taking long time to get to that place with the Lord that maybe you're helping them with. Maybe, Uh you know, maybe He brings them across your path Mm -hmm. in some way, whether it's a small way or a bigger investment that you have for them, um, you know, He's probably highlighting to you that issue. Yeah. (laughs) Patience. (laughs) We'll just put it out there. (laughs) I'm fully convicted and I know for sure that that is what he's showing me. Yeah. And those are things, (laughs) you know, it's like his mercy. Yeah. Because he's showing us what we need on the journey to to really accomplish his purposes. Yeah. Um, And so, we get to do those things. And so, he goes, okay, we're going to highlight this today. Or I'm going to put my finger on this and help you. Okay. So, after that 
part of the dream. I think those were the big elements in that section of your yep. dream, right? And mm-hmm. then it moves to another scene. Is that right? Or was yes. there more there? Then after that, oh, there's the charger dipping into the sewage. Um, and then going back to the house briefly and then going to the church. Yeah. Um I know sometimes I, when I'm looking or when I have like my phone in a dream, it'll it'll t- it'll be the Lord talking to me about communication somehow. Mm-hmm. It can represent technology. Um like in the I think there's a f- part that we'll talk about later with Corey where you talked about um someone giving him a word over the phone or something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in that way it can represent technology or it can talk about communication. I don't know clearly what that part is, yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe the Lord will kind of unpack that for us, and then as we talk about this a little more. But so then you end up in the bathroom after yes. that. Okay, so a lot of times rooms are important in dreams. Yeah. By the way, like the, a lot of times you'll see yourself in the kitchen or you'll see yourself in the living room, and they can represent different. Um, parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. The bathroom is somewhere where we get clean, mm-hmm. we get cleansed. It's also somewhere where we flush old things. Um, so it can represent that. It can represent a season of you walking through that with the Lord. It's a private place, right? Yeah. So it's something only you and he know about, or maybe you and your spouse know about because you're sharing mm-hmm. your life with him. But um, so there, you might be seeing a time of just getting rid of junk, you know, from the past or whatever has been carried on in our souls. We go through those periods mm-hmm. where we sort of flush and get clean again. And so that's probably a, a part of what you're seeing there. And then, okay, so let's unpack again what happens there because I forgot the whole <laughs> sequence, but you're in the, you're in the restroom. There's stadium We're, seating. And okay. another side note on this is I was telling, so Corey was talking about us coming on the podcast and doing this. And my mom is also a dreamer. Um, and she's pretty good with interpretation too, but I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you have more experience with it. But she was saying she had almost the identical dream setup, the identical in the bathroom, oh, wow. no walls, stadium seating. So I thought that was really weird and interesting too. That reminds me, didn't you get advice from her periodically on the previous scene where you're on the road? Yes, okay. I did. So that's important too, because she's a voice in your life. She's helping yeah. you. I'm sure that was probably just something you already knew though yeah your mom's helping if she's helping you with dream interpretation that would make sense so you're in this okay stadium seating yeah so were there people there yes okay and i'm just there going to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) i know it's so weird (laughs) um what other do you remember other details that you saw I mean, I can remember kind of the setup of the room, but other than that, I think there was maybe like three or four people in the stadium seating. Did you know any of them? No. Okay. And were there colors or anything that stood out that you remember? Nothing stood out. The door, latch, the type of anything. Nothing seemed familiar, right? No. Okay. And this is where you continue to get interrupted, right? Yes. With? Corey and some friend, a friend? No, no, nobody I know in real life, just somebody in the dream who I guess had given him a prophetic word and he was wanting to meet there. And yeah, they had something, I guess, urgent to tell me. (laughs) They could not wait. couldn't wait. And you were, okay. Um, And then this is where this, is this the final scene of the dream, right? Um, Yes. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, I don't know totally what you're seeing here. I do think that it's important you're in the in the restroom. This is like, you know, you're in you even see real detailed things. Um, like I don't even want to share that out loud, but I mean it was so detailed. But kudos to you for being willing to. Because those yeah. are those are the seasons we all have with the Lord that yeah. we walk through. Um and so you're like pouring your heart out here for pe- <laughs> to help people, you know. So I'm sure that people listening yeah. will relate to that i think everyone's had a dream similar to you know with something like that similar yeah happening or even like those dreams where you're 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 in the bathroom and suddenly you can see that everyone sees you yeah it's open (laughs) so i think um you know i do i do think there that they're seeing a season where there's um that process with the lord that's private that's Mm -hmm. personal um and maybe there's some interruption to that maybe Maybe you were in there too long. You know, I think sometimes we get in a place where we can 
take too long analyzing our own whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and, and getting cleansed and getting, um, junk from the past, but then we need help getting out of that. Okay. It's time now to get back in the game. And, yeah. you know, and so perhaps Corey was coming to interrupt that to help get that thing, come bring it to an end and get into the next season. So, yeah. Yeah. That resonates for sure. Good. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you for being willing <laughs> to share welcome. something so personal. I do think it helps people when yeah. we do that. You know, so many people have dreams where the Lord is talking to them about, you know, their personal lives. And it's like, what are you saying, Lord? I know this feels like you. Yeah. This feels like some, you know, I remember the details. It feels like you're in this, but what are you saying? So that'll really help people yeah. listening. And Darian, if you're out there, let me just say. <laughs> Oompa Loompa. Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Even that could be prophetic, though, because, Corey, you have a great sense of humor, and there's the silliness that could be part of that, yeah. that that you need, you know? I think the Lord brings us together with people who help us in that way, where oh, yeah. I know for my husband and I, we're so different in some ways, Same and part. those very ways that we're different have helped me so much, yeah. you know, just those parts of him that are, I don't have, or he doesn't have of me, we kind of balance each other, so Definitely. even that can really be the Lord showing you, yeah. you know, he's in that. Thank you, babe. Yes. We'll have some more from you. Uh, I know you have at least two more written down. Yes. All right, Abby. Abby All, right. All right, Abby. Hey. All right, so mine's fairly recent one that I had. So I think we know when we're pregnant, we have weirder dreams. Yes. And <laughs> when we're not. So it started off like we were all in a family setting and um, I was pregnant. And then also Daniel was pregnant and I was like, okay, what's going on here? But we kind of go through the scene, go through that setting and we're all just having, I don't know if it's around a holiday or what, but our family gets together a lot. So it's probably (laughs) just together. And then it goes to a different scene where the Lord shows us, shows me exactly how he got pregnant and it was through IVF treatments. And so he, we go through that whole process (laughs) and then (laughs) Daniel showing me how Daniel got pregnant. It was the IVF treatments and all of that information. And so we're going through this kind of journey where we're both pregnant at the same time, but totally different, natural, and then, you know, a more different way. So, we go through that and then it kind of cuts and there's some more information, but like probably different things. If you ask me questions, it'll probably come okay, to good. mind, but good. that was the gist of that. Okay. So when you started, you said we were all sitting around um, in a group. Yes. Was this your family? Yes. Yours and his? I feel like it was a mixture of both. Okay. Yes. And you were both pregnant. So a lot of times in dreams, most of the time, I think when you're seeing yourself pregnant, it's a spiritual something you're carrying that Mm -hmm. you're seeing, which is why it makes sense that he was also pregnant, right? (laughs) So, you guys are both carrying something in the spirit. And in that, it's something that you'll birth. And in the dream that you were telling me, did you say there were different timings on your... Yes. Okay. So, you were to, you were to give birth at different times. Yes. Okay. So, there's something that each of you is carrying that is um, a spiritual child, to, to, so to speak, that, you know, I think you're seeing a different um, timing where those things will come to fruition in your lives. Um, did the people in the group, did your family interact with you all or were they sort of just watching they were definitely interacting with us. Okay. Yeah. Any any specific interaction that happened that you can remember? Or were there things visually that really stood out to you? Like, did someone's shirt color mm-hmm. catch your attention? And you remember he was wearing a red shirt or anything, any other detail in the dream that stood out to you? Um. More of the setting of kind of like a Thanksgiving dinner where we're all kind of sitting there and enjoying each other's company and the kids are playing. And um, so in that kind of setting, no colors, really. Okay, so that might be hinting to some of what you guys are carrying. You know, there's there is um, something family related in this and Thanksgiving is important because and I think sometimes in dreams, you'll get a vague feeling. 
but it'll really be that that's important. You know, sometimes I'll dream. I work at Morningstar and, and I go to church at Morningstar and I'll have a dream of something that seemed like Morningstar, but it didn't look like it. Yeah. It really is representing that thing. In that way, I think Thanksgiving is um, also important that that was part of this. Thanksgiving is how we enter into the presence of the Lord, right? We enter mm-hmm. into His gates with Thanksgiving. And so that's how we progress into that place of ultimate intimacy with Him. It starts in the outer court, then the inner court, then the most holy place. We enter in with thanksgiving. And so, I think that's important in this, that His presence is part of your journey. Getting in His presence is important. And in that, so, and it's your your gateway. It sounds like that's what you were seeing, that you guys were entering into that place and that you each have something that you're going to birth at a -hmm. given time. Oh, that's right. Um, so I told him about my dream. Okay. <laughs> right when I had it, like, <laughs> babe, you're pregnant. Um, and at that point, too, we were looking for midwives after that IVF treatment scene. We were looking for a midwife, and there were um, three people or one couple that was a mystery couple. We didn't really, I didn't really recognize who this couple was. And then the other one was our poppy. And then another one was someone else that we know named Paul. Um, but he's a, a youth pastor. So it was really funny because of midwives, I don't really think men. Yeah. <laughs> but they exactly. were mainly men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Help me out. IVFs, what does that actually stand for? So Intervenous? It's, yeah. Okay. I, I, know, I don't in know. In vitro. In vitro. In vitro thank yeah. you. Sorry. Okay. Um, yes. And then, so. It's it, more of the medical way of doing it. Yeah. I think midwives in the spirit realm would be the helpers, right? Those who <laughs> help you that are key. The Lord brings people across your path. When he's put a purpose in your life that you're called to birth, there will be helpers who will bring, you know, help you bring that into fruition. Sometimes it's just someone you get great advice from. Sometimes it's a mentor. Um, It can be, you know, Paul can either represent literally Paul, uh, if if that person is a helper, Um, but also it can, it can be scriptural. Um, So, I think, you know, take, I would say for those three people that you saw Take a look into each one of those um, and ask the Lord, what is this? You know, what is this? Is this literally this person? Or And it may already make sense to you. I mean, sometimes when you're seeing something in a dream, you just didn't know that that, the Lord was in it. Mm -hmm. You already maybe knew that person was in your life in a special way, but you weren't necessarily aware this was the Lord and this is going to help you get this thing birthed in your life. So, yeah, each one of those will have a specific meaning. And, you know, a lot of times when you, you said that you were able to see how you became pregnant, each of you, right? And it was through IVF. Well, me naturally and him, the IVF. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, sometimes that, that can speak of like, you know, how, you know, like certain things you're called to since you're born, Yeah. you know, or maybe you carried a gift your whole life, or maybe you had something that was active in your life since a young age, you just knew that was there, but you weren't sure how it was going to look or what the purpose for it was. That can sometimes be what you're seeing when you see like mm-hmm. a natural. And then when it's not like a natural cause of pregnancy, it can speak of like, um, if we need help to get there, right? Sometimes it's like, I'm called to something, but I'm not aware of it. Or maybe it's like obvious, but I haven't seen it. The eyes of my heart haven't been fully opened yet or awakened to that. That could be what you were seeing in Daniel. Maybe there's some calling for him to birth something he wasn't aware of. And so something mm-hmm. had to happen in order for him to become aware, you know? Gotcha. So I hope that helps a little. Oh, yes. Kay. Oh, yes. Kay. We kind of had our own interpretation of it, but we're like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it helps to have some extra. You're always going to know years. more what the Lord's saying to you than someone else will. Yeah. So pay attention to those things that you know in your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, at best, someone else can try to follow what the Lord's saying and ask you, but you'll have a knowing that no one else can have, you know? Yeah. So pay attention to those things. Yeah. Now I have to remember colors and rooms. Yeah. <laughs> those are important things. So a lot oh, of times absolutely. the Lord will give you details like that that speak of something. So vehicles. 
vehicles. Oh, I got some vehicles. Add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I love when the Lord speaks with things, you know, play on words. Yes. Or, oh, yes. You got another one? I mean, I have so many, but I just chose three. But, but I, we, can, we can see where that goes. <laughs> okay. I had okay. This one I have a good amount of interpretation, but I love any extra details or what you think about okay. it. Okay, um, this is maybe one of my favorite dreams I've ever had. <laughs> okay, so I had a dream that these same friends we just talked about were coming here to South Carolina to visit us. Um, so I had overslept and I woke up at two forty-five p.m. Very specific. I don't sleep late, so that's very weird. <laughs> My friends were all hanging out after I woke up, and I went to join them. We were all having such a great time, and we were all so happy. Um, we went to a worship night, and we're all talking about Jesus together. Um, and so this friend, the one that wasn't saved, was here in this group of friends. She was in the conversation. It was like very obvious in the dream um, that she was saved, and she was happy, and you know, it was just great. Um, and then we, the, this family was going back to um, California and we all wanted a ride with her on the way back because we were just all wanting to be together longer. So we were in a car <laughs> um, and we were all wanting to ride together. And that's basically it for the dream. But when I woke up, I was telling Corey about that. And I was saying like, this 245 is so specific and it definitely has meaning. And so I just Googled, I I, I usually don't Google dreams because all kinds of, you know, other stuff pops up yes. that's not godly <laughs> and not Christian. So, I usually do not Google because it's just confusing. Um, but I Googled dream 245 and the only thing that came up was Daniel 245 and it says, this is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of the mountain, but not by human hands, a rock that broke the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold to pieces. The great God has shown the king what will take place in the future the dream is true and its interpretation is trustworthy wow i know so what i really felt like that meant is that like this dream of her being saved is true and it's trustworthy and that's the interpretation and it is going to come to pass and i felt like it was so much confirmation and so much excitement of what's going to come because that's basically all there was to the dream like so so you're that's a promise yes you know it was a really That's a promise cool. that you can mix your faith with because yes. um, I think about Hebrews 11 where it talks about faith is the substance of things hoped for. Mm -hmm. It's something that exists in the spirit. And then it goes on to talk about those who entered into, um, you know, they received a good testimony because of their faith. You know, by faith, uh, Abel was able to offer the proper sacrifice by faith, Enoch, and it goes through. And then at the end, it says um, that that these didn't enter into the promise that apart from us, they wouldn't, uh, you know, complete their course. And so there's a promise that you can receive through dreams. There are spiritual promises like that, that when you see it, then it's you can mix your faith with that, yeah. you know, and believe for it. So no yeah. matter what, his word is solid. Yes. You've seen it now. Yeah. 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 So it's coming. It's just a matter of. Exactly. Timing. Yeah, that's what I was totally yeah. feeling. That's very that's exciting. awesome. Yeah, my turn. Yep, your turn. <laughs> well, I I have other dreams, but I have a question okay. <laughs> that's been pondering when I heard you were coming on. So, in the natural, in our in the world culture, they have the term deja vu. Can you explain what that means in the spiritual? Um, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> it does. Like I either I have dreamt something and I've seen it and it it's coming into real life. And sometimes I feel like I've missed it. Like I missed what that significance is or something like that. But I just had that yearning to ask you that yeah. question. That's something I've wondered myself. So <laughs> the answer, the solid answer is I'm not totally sure, but I do believe that there's specific things that happen in the spirit that are familiar to us that, you know, that our conscious mind isn't fully, doesn't understand that those things could be when you feel that feeling of like, whoa, I've been here before. I think, you know, I think it's spiritual. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's something, you know, 
familiar to us in the spirit realm, but I can't explain that. You know, I can't, that's what I personally believe. Yes. Um, so that's not based in any scripture that I <laughs> can tell you today, but I don't know. I just, because there have been times where I've felt that and it felt like the Lord was, was there. It felt yes, like his absolutely. presence. So I don't know. I think sometimes that can happen that, that there's something spiritual that's just familiar. That's, that would be my personal answer. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> do you keep a journal yourself? I do of my dreams. I don't of like my life. I no, have yeah. a really busy <laughs> life. I don't know if I could keep up. But yeah, I definitely do uh, keep a journal of my dreams. Um, I use my notes app in my iPhone because it automatically records the date and time when you type in there. Great. Um, and then you can word search. So if I know I've been dreaming about a specific friend over the last few years, or I know that there's been rainbows showing up in my dreams and I want to go back and take a look if there's anything that ties those together, I can just type that in and everything I've typed in my notes will come up. I love that kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like to see patterns and Sometimes I'll dream something, and then in my time with the Lord, I'll see something. Like, in my—I like to just sit with the Lord and just wait on Him to see if He'll speak uh, in the mornings. And a lot of times I'll see something in that time, and it'll be related to what I dreamt. It'll be, you know, somehow tied in. And so I'll add that to my— I'll say in my in my quiet time with the Lord this morning I saw this and it'll be under that dream you know mm -hmm. so that's kind of my closest mm -hmm. thing to a journal my dream journal good advice yeah I'm gonna start doing that <laughs> I've tried a combination of the notes app and then voice recording but the vo I, I don't know you would think the voice recording you would catch more details but I found that like when I'm writing it I write down more details than I do when I'm talking it so yeah I don't know. I'm kind of playing around going back and forth and it's yeah. funny like I don't know if this happens to you but mm -hmm. when I write something down and I see it written out I understand more about my Absolutely. dream, you know, yeah, when I have to look at it written. I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense, uh -huh. you know. So. Got another one for us, Meg? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I do have recurring dreams of dog attacks. Um it actually started as a child. I specifically remember as a kid having dreams of dogs attacking me. And my whole life, I haven't felt super comfortable around dogs. And I, I think it started with those dreams. Um, but more recently, I've had a... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a reoccurrent dream for me. Yeah. The dogs attacking, lunging at me, biting me, those kinds of things. Did you ever have an actual no. bite or any experience with a dog? Not that I can remember. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes there's a couple of things that come to mind. Mm -hmm. um, you know, dogs are considered man's best friend, right? Hmm. Um, so sometimes when you see things like that, I would pay attention, okay, what does a dog speak of? And then is there anything related to that? So if if dogs represent friendship or friends, has there been, you know, it can you can be seeing a like just spiritual attacks that would come through people? Mm -hmm. Or you could also just this could be a target from the enemy to have imparted fear at an early age. If this is mm -hmm. something that you had a recurring dream um, of since you said over whatever given period of time, yeah. sometimes the enemy, of course, will just use dreams to impart fear. Um, and especially young people like kids and adolescents that age, the enemy will try and target through dreams with fear. And I'm sure you guys have heard of uh, people who are children who dealt with nightmares and things mm -hmm. like that. It's just one of those things the enemy does, one of his strategies to impart fear. So I would I would say if one doesn't make sense, perhaps it's the other. Interesting. Yeah, I'm always curious about the reoccurring dreams because it's just so strange that you have like almost the same dream or like very similar over and over and over. It's like maybe he's trying to speak something <laughs> to me or maybe not. Maybe it is the enemy. So I think there can be different yeah. purposes for recurring dreams. There have been times where I've had recurring dreams and I knew the, finally it would, the light would go on. Yeah. It's like the Lord's trying to get through to me and say, and I'm not getting it. 
now I finally get it because I took some time with the stream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've been dreaming this for a while. I wonder what, what this is. Is there something? Oh, you know. Yeah. And when you start looking. So there can be different reasons for recurring dreams. Yeah, it's definitely a process for me in terms of um, like listening or spending time with God about my dreams. I think I have them and I'm just getting to the place where I'm like getting better at actually writing them down and trying to remember them. But I feel like I need to go even further and like spend more time with them and talk to him about it. Because I think sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, that's significant, but then I'll just like, okay, and move about my day and forget about like actually doing anything with it. So it's definitely a journey he's been taking me on through dreaming. Yeah, I think to like sometimes you know you there's something that he's talking to you about that it's time to dig into right away mm-hmm. sometimes you won't understand that dream until something plays out in your life yeah. you know so if you immediately have that sense of like i really have no grid for this whatsoever mm-hmm. nothing in this makes sense and it's like specific things that you're seeing happen sometimes it's just a matter of like record that thing and then wait yeah. You know, and usually if I have a dream, like I see real specific scenario or details that I really have no understanding of, I'll say, Lord, can you give me what, you know, give me a direction on this? Or if there's something that you're saying that I really need my understanding open to, can you do that? And then I'll just shelve that and wait. And a lot of times it's like I couldn't have understood that until a year later. Yeah. You know? Don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey. Okay, I'll go into the other dream I have. Okay. So in this dream, it's morning and there's a parade <laughs> and I'm holding a banner. Like it's one of those um like two poles and then a banner going across the top. Some kind of celebration. I'm holding a banner over Post Malone. I don't know if you <laughs> I don't really know who. I mean, like, I know who he is, but I don't know anything about him. Yeah, so it's weird that either. he was in my dream. <laughs> Celebrity. And so he was performing and I'm holding a banner over him. And then the parade somehow, like, um, transitions into like a whole group of people walking up a lot of stairs so it's just like a huge staircase of stairs um and i'm going up the stairs and then i realize like this is a lot of stairs and i am not getting tired at all it's not difficult at all to go up these stairs um and then in the dream i got an interpretation of another dream that didn't actually happen which i thought was so wild so in the dream i have an interpretation of people swimming so i'm swimming with the current and people are swimming against the current and um oh or sorry we're swimming and praying so i'm swimming with the current and praying people are swimming against the current and praying and my interpretation in the dream was that we're meant to go against the current in prayer and there's an ease and grace for it when we do Mm. and that was it with the dream it didn't fully connect but it was all within one dream and it's just, yeah, weird details, but I, I never fully got the interpretation other than the interpretation of, <laughs> of the dream that didn't happen. <laughs> well, I think you're seeing part of your calling. You know, if you're, if you're having a dream of yourself interpreting a dream, there's a reason why you're curious about this stuff. There's a reason yeah. why the Lord's speaking to you in dreams. There's a reason why something pulls at you deep mm-hmm. when you have or hear about dreams and talk, you know, um, it's him. And so there's, he's developing that in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I thought about, and before I say this, I'll ask you, is there anything about post Malone that would speak to you? Something that stood out prophetically or that even in the natural, like would (laughs) be like, he's different, but he's like different. Good. (laughs) See, I don't really know anything about him other than his tattoos. He is a white rapper. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So then there's no natural. So he goes against the grain on what you think a a normal rapper would look like. Yeah. So, okay. So, with that out of the way, then um, (laughs) I would say 
first of all, when you started telling me that, I was I immediately thought of Song of Solomon, where um, you know it says, "Who is this? Um, an army with banners?" Mm-hmm. And there's this whole picture of of I believe the Song of Solomon. I don't know what you guys believe. I'm kind of assuming, but she's like the this bride, and mm-hmm. it's her beloved. And there's this love story of the bride of Christ and the Lord in my opinion, and she goes into the wilderness and then comes out leaning on her beloved, which is what we do, right? And so, um, I love that he was showing you yourself holding this banner over someone. You're with a, a, a lot of people going upstairs, and a lot of times when you see yourself going higher in a dream, whether it's stairs or ladders, um, we're talking about the spirit realm. We're talking about going higher, and there's a lot of that language in scripture. Mm-hmm. We see Jacob's ladder. Uh, we see this voice in Revelation standing with an open door saying, come up here. We see his kingdom never ending in the increasing of his kingdom. And we know that his kingdom is in us. So, there's there's this whole scriptural language about going higher, about ascending, which to me speaks of this progressive revelation that is how we enter into the spirit realm, and it's how we lead others mm-hmm. to learn to do that. It's a progressive thing. It isn't like an all of a sudden. And I mean, there are those people who you're like, Bobby Connor or somebody from the age of like four, <laughs> he had this encounter, and since then he's been going into the throne room. But yeah. those are rare. Yeah. And but I think that's that's what you're seeing where there is this. The more we see the Lord, which is what Jacob's ladder is, you know, it's the Son of Man on which angels ascend and descend. He mm-hmm. is the Lord, and that's a progressive revelation of who He is, and that's how we enter in to the spirit realm. That's yeah. why He's the door that we enter through. And so, when you see yourself going upstairs, but it's not hard, you're not getting tired, and neither are these other people, and they're with you, um, and you're holding this banner. I just thought of Song of Solomon. And just that you're seeing your own journey, but you're also called to lead others on that. And perhaps dreams is a bigger part of your calling than you really know right now. So I love that. Yeah, I've definitely. And I don't know about Post Malone. <laughs> I don't know either. I, was, I, know about I thought it was very just little. funny when I woke up. <laughs> that yeah. is so weird. I don't know. I can't even think of like what he would mean to me. <laughs> Post, if you're listening, <laughs> Jesus loves you. <laughs> yeah, maybe he needs to hear that. He yeah. needs to hear all this. Um, yeah. Uh, but I've definitely gotten the sense from the Lord that like I need to better steward my dreams and pay attention to them. And these aren't just things that are happening at night, but like I have gotten the sense that he's called me. I mean, he's, you know, it's a gifting to give me these dreams and, you know, I need to do a little bit more with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying. It's definitely a process because a lot of times I'll wake up at night and I'm like, wow, that was a crazy dream. There's so many details, but I'm like, I don't want to wake myself up more by trying to write them down. And so I'm just going to go back to sleep and hopefully I'll remember. And then I don't, but I'm, I've even been like talking to Corey about that in the morning. I'm like, Lord, please help me remember whatever that dream was. And he hasn't. And I kind of feel like it's him nudging me like, no, you need to you know, you need to do it in the middle of the night, even though it's inconvenient, and pay attention. Been He's there. pushing me. <laughs> oh, I have been there. Yes. That's a process. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Does she help you with your dreams, Corey? I don't dream a ton. Um, actually, I, when I do dream and it has significance, um, the one dream that I know that I look back at and it had significance, I actually called a uh, someone you know, but that our listeners probably wouldn't know. Someone we're going to interview for the podcast one day, Mark Yao. And uh, I broke that dream down to him and he gave me some great interpretation, but then it turned out to be a lot more literal than what he was saying it was. Um, so that was actually really cool, but that one's pretty personal. So I don't think I want to yeah. jump into <laughs> it and share it. I, I, I guess I don't have the boldness of, of my dear wife here. <laughs> well, some are meant to be shared. Others are yeah. more private. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much, ladies, for sharing your dreams. Yeah. Uh, before we close up, do either of you have any more questions for Bridget? Any more dreams that you'd like to share with her? Anything like that? Great question. This isn't deep, <laughs> but my we've been laughing about this leading up to this interview. My brother-in-law only dreams in black and white ah. <laughs> his whole life. Have you ever heard of that? Wow. Actually, I have a friend who told me that she dreams only in black and white. 
Um, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't really know. I don't really know what causes that. Yeah. or I don't really know the full. I have some answers that I've heard <laughs> from other dreamers or those who teach about dreaming. I don't, I'm not fully convinced of any of them yet. Yeah. Um, just because of this other, this friend who dreams in black and white, I know things about that friend that mm-hmm. would contradict those theories. Um, so I don't know. Perhaps the Lord, you know, will answer that. Okay, that's why <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> okay, I do have another more legendary question. <laughs> okay, do you, when you're dreaming, do you feel like when you wake up, you feel like? you have a sense of what is significant because I feel like when I wake up, like I'll tell Corey the dreams and he'll be like, Oh, well this part stuck out to me. And I'm like, Oh no, no, that was not important. (laughs) This is what is like bolded significant. Yeah. You get the same thing. I do think um, there are things it's like your spirit man catches before you're conscious. Mm -hmm. And I think those are important things. I think it can be though more, I think those are things that you can catch before you're even awake that, that are going to be real important that you want to write down. Yeah. And you already understand. And there's, but there's more understanding to be gleaned sometimes. Mm-hmm. For me, that's the answer. Um, there's certain things I wake up with already knowing. And then there's other things that I have to dig into the scriptures more to understand. I'll know like some hint of something or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, yeah. What things do you pay attention to? The more you dig into the word, and this is something I need to do more and more of, I'm always pushing myself to do more, the more you're going to understand your dreams um, as you sort of become awakened to that sort of language with the Lord. And so sometimes there will be a scriptural reference in your dream. Just biblical elements like the banner, Mm -hmm. for example. I thought immediately of that bride, you know, coming or walking with this army and having banners. Um, There's, you know, like I mentioned before, rainbow. That's something that has appeared in my dreams a lot. So that's why that came to mind when I was saying Mm -hmm. that, Um, which of course we see in the scriptures and represents prom, a lot of times represents promise or covenant. Um, Yeah. So those kind of elements, there's other things that in the natural just represent something that they are in the natural. For example, um, vehicles can really be very um, important in dreams. Because when you see them, a lot of times, especially if you're driving or if you're in the car with someone, um, a vehicle is what gets us, you know, what what the Lord has put in us to the world. It's, it's you know, so it's important because in the natural, of course, that's the function of a vehicle. It gets us from A to B, but in the spirit, it gets what's inside of us to the world. And so there will be specific things about that that can give you understanding. Um, you know, for example, again, if someone's in that vehicle with you, or maybe they're driving and then you change places, you know, you can see a changeover of, you can see yourself being mentored and then at some point becoming the driver, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Um, so I think colors will often you know stand out to me or um numbers like you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. if i have a if i have a number in my dream that i don't like um relate to something already i'll google just the number as a scripture so like two colon four to five and then i'll type mm-hmm. scripture and then google it and see if any scriptures that that are 245 mm-hmm. stand out in a situation in my life that maybe is in this dream so things like that or people, of course, would, would be important. Sometimes it's the meaning of their name that's important. Sometimes it's literally their place in your life. Great stuff. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> Anything else? You know what I've noticed that I think is actually important? So I was looking through the dreams specifically for this interview, and I realized that the dreams I've written down are all kind of like grouped because I think like when I start actually writing them down, then I think he gives me more dreams or like helps me remember them more when I'm actually stewarding them and actually writing them down. And then when I kind of fall off, I have a long period where there's nothing written down and I think I'm not remembering them because I'm not writing them down and yeah. Yeah, that happens to me too. Yeah. If I fall off that like stewardship wagon, Uh I will slow down and I'll notice it every time. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you them in my most recent. So, these are two back-to-back dreams. I I wrote down the date as the 7th and the 10th, 
but I, for some reason, thought they were, like, one night after the other. But anyways, so these... Okay, no. No, it was back-to-back. This is a different dream I was looking at. Okay, so these are back-to-back dreams that I think have... They're basically the same but different. And I kind of have an idea of the interpretation, but not sure. And it is probably a little more personal, but whatever. <laughs> Let's just go with it. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. So the first one is a dog attack dream. Um And there's a dog attacking me. And when I say I'm not afraid, the dog knows that I actually am afraid. So it keeps attacking me. And there's like somebody there telling me and coaching me that like, if you're not afraid, it'll stop attacking you. But like, I know that, but I'm still afraid anyways. And so it keeps attacking. And that's about it for that dream. Next night, I have a dream that um, I'm in a lake with a couple other people. I don't, in both dreams, I don't know the specific person. I think in the second dream, I believe it's three people. Um, and in the lake, there's a ton of jellyfish. Like everywhere you look, there's tons of jellyfish. Most are like grapefruit size, but some are like massive, like human size, huge jellyfish everywhere you look. And these people that I'm with had been swimming in the lake earlier and they're like, well, we just prayed ahead of time and we didn't get stung. But like there was the knowledge that these jellyfish would hurt when they sting. It's dangerous. It'd be a big deal if you got stung. But these people are like, yeah, we just prayed. It wasn't a big deal. We didn't have anything happen. So I'm going swimming in the lake, but I have... So I pray as well that I won't get stung, but I still have that fear in me like, okay, I'm praying and I believe that I won't get stung, but I'm still a little scared. And that's it. Yeah. So that almost answers your previous question about the recurring dream about the dog. So it does seem like that that's one of the enemy's targets uh, or strategies against you. And fear can look a lot of different ways. It Mm -hmm. can be, um, you know, something that we just personally are held back in because of our own fear. It can be literal, like paralyzing fear over something. So, but I think it's interesting that you saw um, these people say we prayed and no worries, we're good. And they didn't get stung, right? And so perhaps you're given the strategy from the Lord there that all you really need to do to deal with this is just take it to Him, you know, and, you know, that it's interesting what you said in the first one when you were talking about how Someone was telling you in the dream how to overcome fear. Mm-hmm. If you if you stop being afraid, this thing won't keep attacking you. Yeah. Um, there's a reason you're seeing it as a dog. Uh, take that to the Lord because there's something in it mm-hmm. uh, that maybe is going to give you understanding of where how this is coming. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was sensing too. Something I'm afraid of and I'm trying not to be, but still am. So, something I need to work through with the Lord and pray through. (laughs) Yeah. Have faith in. Spiritually, opposite of fear is faith. Yes. You got this. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much, Bridget, for taking the time to sit down with our wives and unpack those dreams it was such an encouragement and uh, really an honor to get to share our beautiful ladies with you we were just so excited to share them with the world and i hope that it was an encouragement for you listener those who are dreaming those who want to dream hopefully you picked up a few good nuggets and who knows maybe down the road we'll have bridget back on or we'll do more content on dreams we'll see We'll see what the Lord has for us. Now, to wrap up our little episode here, we're going to move on to one of our favorite things to do here at Light in the Darkness. A little thing we like to call a shout out. Shout out! Take it away, Danny boy! This is a very special and, well, unplanned to a degree shout out. And it goes to a fellow by the name of Nolan. Nolan, you have been a big fan of this show since we told you about it and from the moment of finding out about it you have told multiple people all over this country (laughs) from what i'm understanding about us um and you ask for nothing in return 
So, buddy, we we appreciate the loyal patronage. We are proud to call you a member of the LITD family. You're a great kid. Keep being you, buddy. If you'd like to have your shout-out read on the show, you can leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, and we will read it right here. And remember, we love exclamation points, don't we, Cor? Exclamation point! That's right. Now, if you've got something you want to partner with us in prayer about, you can reach us at litdpod at gmail.com. That would be litdpod at gmail.com. litdpod at gmail.com. And you can also send us your testimony, a paranormal or supernatural experience that you'd like to share with us, too. If you feel like even after all these episodes, you still don't know myself or Corey. Well, you can go to a little place I like to call litdpod.com. 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 And, uh, yeah, learn about us, your hosts, the heart behind the show, and uh, maybe check out a few more episodes. Also, you know what? I'm going to throw this in there for you. Have you made your first time donation yet? Well, if you do, for any amount you'll get a wonderful little treat. Corey, what is that wonderful little treat? Oh, our wonderful little (laughs) treat is our sticker. We have raved ad nauseum about these stickers. They are wonderful for for cars, for, for laptop cases, water bottles. Heck, they'll stick to anything. And for a limited time only, these stickers can be used to construct shelving units. That's right. These are architecturally sound stickers that will send right to your door. It's true. And also, are you are you an avid outdoorsman? Do you have a canoe or kayak that might be leaking? Now, I can't promise it'll get you all the way down the river, but it will buy you time. And boy, are these stickers sturdy. You strike a flint off these bad boys, you're going to get sparks and start your fire. This is a all-in-one beautiful light in the darkness sticker available by going to litdpod.com slash support giving a first time donation or clicking the support the show link in the show notes please do not use litdpod stickers to patch tires we love you or guys build shelves <laughs> or store <laughs> fires patch boats <laughs> patch boats or just... any of the nonsense we say these are just stickers guys stick them on things <laughs> we say that as a legal disclaimer we like to joke absolutely we don't want to have to reach out to sarah prematurely for legal advice god bless you sarah <laughs> guys we we love you so much we we love doing this with you and we can't wait to do it again next week until next time take care y'all Let's get to it. <laughs> perfect. 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 Awesome. I think that'll work. Do you, Danny? Corey, stop perfect. your yapping. Let's get to it. <laughs> I can't remember. Do I say my part now? Not yet. You can say if you want to. Okay, Corey, that's enough of your yapping. Let's Corey, get- that's it. Okay. Corey, that's enough of your yapping. Let's get to it. That doesn't feel right. <laughs> Corey, that's enough of your yapping. Corey, that's enough if you're yapping. Let's get to it. She enunciates the G. What? Yapping. <laughs> you're yapping. Corey, that's enough of your yapping. I like that. Let's get to it. So much. Oh, man. Do you want me to say it for real? Whatever you want to do. I've got plenty of takes to take from at this point. Corey, that's enough of your yapping. <laughs> Let's get to it. <laughs> Okay, I can't do it. We're gonna have to move on. You're not too good at this. You're making us look bad here. Oh gosh. You guys are both. What was your line again, Abby? When we get to an interview now? Until next time. Take care, y'all. I should have I love that. What was that again? Take care, (laughs) y'all. I love the little arm cowgirl move. (laughs) Yeehaw! Take care, (laughs) y'all. Y'all. All right. Oh man. Do we, do we We're getting our after credit scene right now. <laughs> That's why I'm just dragging this on. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> I'm going to throw your arm out there. Not careful, babe. I've had puns of practice. You've had what now? <laughs> Tons of practice going.
on y'all. <laughs> That's why my right arm's bruised. To all the other husbands out oh, there who maybe want to join my club. <laughs> Behave. Dating a Yankee. <laughs> PSA. Behave, y'all. <laughs> Jeez. It is, we're not saying until next time. Behave, y'all. Behave, y'all. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, man. All right. You got oh, enough geez. takes. But did you get Abby's actual thing? We'll do it just was... to get the actual, okay, and then yeah. you and I will cut the outro with a shout out and everything after Paul leaves. Shout Perfect. out. Okay. Hey, that's my part. <laughs> that's good, actually. Why don't you two do both say in unison, shout okay. out. Shout out. Again with the wives. That was delicious. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And then we need a, and until, until next time. Yeah. And until next time, take care, y'all. Your microphone. Oh. You bumped it and the cable pulled, pu- pushed the cable right into the back. Yeah. Talking to it now, baby. Okay. Until next time. Good? Yep. yep. All right. Until next time, take care, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So oh. y'all. It, <laughs> it does not sound y'all. natural. Good Guys, right. you good. did so good, you two. You two are naturals at this. Oh, we've yeah, done it good. for... I know. Do you even think about what you're going to say for the intro ahead of time? Clearly not. No. Right. <laughs> It's like my bulb. <laughs> Sorry. Ouch. <laughs> That's going to be great for the after credits <laughs> It hurts so good. Come on, it hurts so good. I cannot. But yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I almost want you to leave the rock and roll in the adult part for the after credits. Is this about us? I don't know why my headspace is just already what we're doing tonight. Oh, man. All right. Anything else? You got what you needed? So, have y'all had any dreams Light since in this? The re- darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's just having fun. I like to hear it in the microphone. <laughs> I love it. Pause here. Okay. Cool. Okay. Peace out.